is up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Rick for Dirt, the podcast that brings the adventure to you. And I am joined with my co-host in arms. I'm Frank. And I am Ali. And we are joined today by... John Carey of Innova Electronics. Innova Electronics. Now, you guys may have seen Innova pretty big on my Jeep, and there's a big reason for it, because they support some of my dumb ideas and help me kind of accomplish things like Chocolate Thunder recently and, you know, getting the filming done for that and enabling me to uh, to do some of the things I'm enjoying to do and, you know, going, going hard together. And they're trying uh, to basically show you why you need their products and they thought kate since she breaks so often it would be a good place to start well it's sort of the, the mixed bag right you know you've got the motor swap that's going on there you've got um electrical up the wazoo you know and a lot of our diagnostic tools cover that full gamut. that full gamut yeah. Yeah. so why wouldn't we and you know it's i think we had talked about this early on where you know it's one of those things where you don't know what you don't know and, you know, when we're off on these trails and we're doing these things and I asked you like, hey, what are the tools that you carry with you? And you're like, um, which one? Yeah. And yeah. then I go, all right, now what do you have for your computer? And I could hear just the crickets. The yeah. Total crickets. Which and is usually the, the response, right? When you ask anybody, any, yeah. any guy with like an overland rig for the most part. Not, I mean, now I think within our circle, ever since summer camp and whatnot, a lot yeah, of people got the products in their hands. It's changing a bit for sure, but no, but you're absolutely right that yeah. before all of this introduction happened, like that would have been my response if you asked me, like, "What do you have for the, for your computer?" Um, what do you mean? What like my laptop? Right. Like what computer are we talking about here? Well, yeah. exactly. Or or I get the response, "Oh, I just get this cheap code reader from online." I'm like, "Okay, now you have this code. Now insert <laughs> rabbit hole." What do? Yeah. Right. right? Yeah, you, you read code, the code. What do? But right. <laughs> you know, okay, yeah, I found this code and I'm going to I'm going to jump into this form or that yeah. form and do this Google search yeah. and next you know, you're 2 3 hours deep into figuring out what that code well, means. With two definitions of your one code. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> or sometimes more, right? Yeah. Depending yeah. on who you're talking to or what the forum is. So am I, I mean, I don't know a lot about the thing, Ollie, you've been messing with this a lot more with yeah. Kate and obviously working with John, but um, maybe demystify a little bit about these codes because I know there's a lot, there's, there's confusion hear, when I talk to people. You hear the word code and you're like, what does well, that mean? Well, you do get a code, right? I think that's obviously, right? You get a code. You get a but, check engine light is what you get. Right. Yeah. But you don't get like a well, diagnosis, well, actually, right? Is that correct? Well, first off, you may have codes in your system that may not trigger a check, a check engine, engine light. light. Yeah. And so that was the same thing that I'll use this example. Um, last year, you know, the whole used car market is bonkers, right? Yeah. We traded in a, a diesel Grand Cherokee. We absolutely loved it. We went and bought a 2004 LX470. I brought a code reader with me. I'm like, all right, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. And there was no check engine light in the dash. I ran a full network scan of the vehicle. I go, oh, there's a front wheel sensor code that got pulled. There's a front airbag sensor on the passenger side seat oh, that wow. got that pulled. There was a VGRS code. And the guy's like, well, what does this mean? I go, it could mean all sorts of things. That's, but that's what, exactly what I'm talking about is that, like, confusion, right? When right. it happens, like, you got, the, you got the code, cool, now what? Yeah. Well, and th so that's the thing. Where we try to, our, our job is to help you find the problem and fix the problem. Find the problem, yeah. fix the problem. Right. Innova. <laughs> Next commercial. <laughs> exactly. Find the problem, fix the problem. So what we do is that Find you know problem. there are <laughs> there are all those other code readers out there, um, and there's some there are some good ones out there. Don't get me wrong, but we've been in this game for a minute. And we figure out a way to get to the point, 
you know, clearly you're plugging in your tool because something's going on. Right, right. You're not you're not just here to chill out and waste and, and kill 20 minutes. Right. And, <laughs> and, and from our home screen, you could get basically a general vehicle health index of like what's going on. Oh, wow. Before actually diving into individual modules. That's pretty cool. Right. Like, and is it so it's pretty comprehensive, like not just a scan tool. So, yeah. So what we so when you plug in our tool, you're plugging in to do what? Scan your vehicle. So that's what the tool is initiated to do immediately. It's understanding what system it's plugging into, you know, what vehicle, pulling right. the VIN information. It, it's getting right to the point. And what we also do is we'll give you the code. Now, depending on the tool, like our higher end tools, we'll give you the code, the definition, the severity of the code. And even if there's like a smog situation, if it would pass smog, especially like California situation. Right. Which sucks. You know. <laughs> it's the worst. But the, the big thing is getting a, a, a severity of the code, right? right. So if it's a, um, if, if you pull some sort of a, a code that's severity is super low on, on the totem pole, right? Yeah. Keep going, relatively speaking, right? Like, right. Or it could be where, you know, in, in the case of like the, the front uh, seat sensor that I had in the LX, I cleared the system, I haven't had that code return. So something could have triggered that code at some point where maybe there was a voltage drop or something occurred. That's kind of what I'm doing with the VGRS in so that car the, right now. the wire arced, rewelded itself, and you're good to go for another 1,000, 2,000 miles. It fixed itself. Before it burns the car down. So basically, clear codes fix vehicle. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. So that's, is that what your product does? It clears the codes? No wonder your product is so amazing. Yeah. Now I understand but here, why everyone flocks to Innova. But well, but here's the, <laughs> but here's, here's the thing, though. It's like. It's one thing to get the codes and to clear them, but right. it's another to get the code, fix the problem, and then clear the code. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have this misconception, like, oh, I'll just clear the code and I'll right. keep going. Exactly. Out of sight, out of mind. Well, exactly. And yeah. then you, then your vehicle goes to the drive cycle, and oh, here comes that code again, right. and you're literally just rinsing and repeating. Right. And you're not doing yourself any favors at that point. Right, right, right. right. Yep. You're just kicking a can down the road. Right. And and so our, our higher-end tools, like we, we can even go beyond that where we have bi-directional control with the vehicle. So if you have, you know, an injector problem and you want to deactivate an in injector to make sure that, oh yeah, it is the injector it that's is having a problem. This one, yeah. Or you want to do a special uh, reset on the vehicle. If you want to do a service reset, if you want to pull live data, um, enhanced OEM streams of live, da live data. So it just kind of depends on how far down the diagnostic rabbit hole you want to go. You know, and if you look at the sort of the, the landscape of other tools out there, you know, you have the snap-ons of the world and, and stuff like that that are, you know, you'll spend $10,000 on scan tool. Right. But to you and me that are DIYers, that's for the mechanic. Right. You know, th these are, our tools are designed for the DIYer. Right. right. Like, literally, like, Ollie, how many bags are in the back of Jeep oh, God. for tools? Yeah, lots. Exactly. Lots. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Like so oh, legit two, four, five, six, six. <laughs> and so literally, Seven. yeah. Seven okay, <laughs> we'll just keep adding more. No, <laughs> well, we have with the Nova. We have there's a couple more Novas. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, so you have all all these tools, and you know you just have the code reader that will cover cover all systems on your vehicle. Wow. You know, and and the cool thing is that you know we've always looked at it very much like a, I don't want to say a consumer, but you know like DIY or enthusiast, enthusiast kind of thing. We never looked at. And I'm not saying we're getting into racing by any stretch of the imagination. Sure. But at KUH this year, you know, I, I gave one yeah, of our tools was, over to Martin. So let, let, we, we usually set the scene before we jump in. And we kind of forgot to say, first of all, we are at 
Easter Jeep Safari. Oh, that would probably help. In Moab, Utah. Yeah. We also didn't talk about, I don't think about what exactly you do. Yeah, what are, what and, are you and, at? And, and, yeah. Just John Curry at Innova. Right. And moving, and we're diving into it. Right. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about product. We just kind of jumped right into <laughs> we it. We did. Yeah. <laughs> so my journey within Innova originally started off with social media and digital marketing. And I still oversee that part of Innova. And there's a period of time I jumped into our Amazon space. And more recently, um, I was put more in the task of brand marketing manager. Right. Um, really understanding who we are internally, who we are outbound, and how to promote the brand itself. You know, for us, for the longest time, we've always just sort of promoted products. You know, from a brick and mortar side of things, we've got 85% market share. Yeah. But wow. Which is crazy, That's right? Insane. Yeah, it's you know, insane. It's, yeah. It's the team that that runs Innova, sort of all the gears in that transmission, it's a well-run machine. Yeah, right. right. And, you know, I'm merely just a gear in that machine. There's way more going on. Everything from R&D to warehousing to legal, you know, accounting, like right. you name it, it's all there. And so a lot of what I'm working on now is how do we tell more about Innova? How do we support, you know, the DIYers of the world as opposed to, hey, here's this tool we have. Right. You know, because there's a lot, I mean, as Ollie has found out, there's a lot of tools that are in our ecosystem, so to speak, that, you know, we have the diagnostic scan tools. We have, you know, our power check, which Ollie's been using for um, LED I love, wiring. I love the power check. You know, the LCD inspection camera. We've got compression gauges. We've got timing lights. You know, timing lights are kind of funny because... Well, first off, who's really using timing lights right it's now? It's more of the muscle guys, right? Well, a lot of them are still going to... The old school? No, they're moving towards modern electronical systems. Oh, oh really? wow. Oh, they're even converting those old yeah. platforms over. But there's also some forms of racing that are still very much like, here's a distributor, here's this, here's that. You know, my I have an early 911. That's right. still running Off-field a distributor set. No, no, that's got an EFI system. And, okay. Um, it's a bit of a party. I saw a meme where it's like, tuning... This is how I used to tune it. It's like screwdriver on uh, on like a flathead screw, and that's what you would adjust. For With a hammer on top of it, just right. to knock a little tink, bit. Tink. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I still oversee a lot of the the digital marketing side of things, and you know, doing some of the social stuff. Um, but really, the core focus now is why Innova. You know, understanding, and telling the why, and, and yeah, telling understand. the why, and, and coming to events like this, and. You know, historically, us coming to an event like EJS, like, we've never done this. Yeah. You know, we're we're at the Apexes. We're, you know, maybe at the SEMAs. You know, we're historically, we're at Apex. Right. Yeah. You know, it's we're... like B2B distribution. Yeah. Absolutely. And what's your biggest distributor? It's like AutoZone, is that right? So we're in AutoZone. We're in O'Reilly's. Um, you know, we do some white label stuff as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, from the traditional brick and mortar automotive retailer, 85% market share. Wow. You know, and we have an Amazon side of things. We have our website, you know, and our website is more of a informative source. Like people could purchase stuff from there. It ships from our warehouse, you know, all that kind of great stuff. You know, we, we do our Amazon program, but uh, a lot of what we're trying to do is, you know, help support our brick and mortar partners. Um, they've been with us for the longest time and we want to sort of keep that party going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as we know, sort of in today's retail selling space, I mean, yeah, there's a big digital component of it and it's just, which hose do you want to drop in the bucket? Because there's just, there's so many of them and trying to find the right one for us. And, yeah. you know, but coming to events like EJS, yeah, you call this more of a brand awareness play, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're selling some stuff here. 
but it's more of understanding what's going on. Yeah, what kind of the need is maybe, right? Or who, who the customer is here? Is that, is yeah, that that's a great, that out? that's a great way of looking at it. You know, it's, you know, if there are ways we could help support this in such a way that, hey, crews on by this location for support, you know, I, you know, that would have been, that would have been the better play. Totally. Right. Yeah. You know, I, and I love Milestar, but you know, we, they don't have say the B of Goodrich garage, right. which, you know, if you look at sort of the history of the BFG garage, going out back to the Baja days, right. right. You follow the BFG BFG oh, chain it's an down to amazing thing. Yeah, so you know this year at KOH, I, I met with the folks over there and like, here's a bunch of our tools. You know, it's a volunteer program, right? Is right. that with Barnes Four Wheel Drive? Or are they still doing it? They're part of it, yeah. yeah. So Barnes, Amsoil, um, we're supporting it, and you know we supplied them with timing lights and code read, you know, Dynox oh, wow. scan tools, How's and compression gears. They're using it. Yeah. Um, so I was talking with Patrick over there who. Did you get a chance to go over there today? And yep, over at um, Grand Tire, right okay. when you're coming into town. It's like the Grand Tire Pros. And what's funny, so I, I've come to Moab before, but for mountain biking. This is my first time off-roading here. Oh, wow. And we, had I re- fun, we had a fun night last night. We did. <laughs> yeah, we had two. a fun couple of days. I mean, even yeah. even on Tuesday was, was pretty awesome. Yeah, last night, what, 1 o'clock in the morning on? We were done at just after 1, yeah. yeah actually, that, was, actually was, close to zero, I was talking it? to Dustin. No, we were at the, we got at the trailhead. Oh, yeah. I was talking to Dustin. I was like, holy crap, we finished on time. Started all of this and finished on time. Yeah, I mean, it was. The, 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 Which all, was still late. <laughs> yeah. This whole week's been bumpy, but that, that was. That like, was awesome it's almost like i had to get everyone in their vehicles and just have them sit in there while we got all the other cats together and then like yeah there was a little bit of hurting cats to start i was i was i was one of the cats in in dustin's in dustin's jeep i was like hey hey you guys ready yeah Yeah. we're ready all right (laughs) and then we had some wrong turns and then everyone left (laughs) (laughs) we said we're ready there everyone left and we're playing catch up we're like um and then dustin has me doing the same thing we did last year i'm jumping out because we went we went and he goes um i don't see any trail over here and i was like I got you. I've done. I've done this job before, so and, and I tried to Iron Man that climb in the beginning. And Kate and two. Oh, that's drive. right. You got to drive Kate. That's a big thing. Well, like I haven't even gotten to drive Kate off road. No. That's a that's a big thing. Well, I got to give it to you, Ali. Kate is an incredible rig. Yeah. Thanks. You on the whiskey throttle, on the other hand, is a whole nother party. I had no whiskey. No, no, I'm no, not no, implying. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a riot driving with you. Oh. But oh I was God, like, I was not drinking. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not even close. But I was impressed with just the bottom and torque, and just you know, I think at one point you and I were driving, and I just started laughing. You're like, "What's so funny?" I'm like, "If I was in my Gladiator right now, I'd be ping ponging down the uh, trail." Yeah. And Kate just like, I mean, like it sucks it up, huh? Just eats yeah. it. It was yeah. tough. It was a little tough being in the passenger seat, where it's like, seeing how like, because you didn't know the car and you didn't know anything, no. and it's like. And you know he's being respectful and driving. right, exactly, yeah. And I was like, hmm, we could have, we could have like gone like thirty over here. We could have been like a mile and a half down the trail already. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I tapped it no. a couple times, and, but like, but being respectful yeah. and, and you know beyond privilege, and thank you. No, for that. dude, not not at all. Actually, you know, so I try to be responsible. Everyone, everyone thinks I'm more wild card than responsible, but dude, I, I know. think it's more daring. I don't think it's yeah, right. Like it's more yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. whatever people think. The reality is, is like, look, I know. There's times where you can let loose and times where you hold back. And, you know, we were having a great day yesterday during the day. Yeah. First yeah. day of Moab Expo. And actually, traffic's been a lot better today than it was yesterday. So I'm stoked to see that. But uh, I digress. Um, you know, you can't you can't just 
keep drinking and then expect to go on a night run after a party like so we had a pretty packed night we went to uh the jeeps of instagram party uh that was thrown by uh concord trails eric miller over there and his wife um amazing event that they threw that they put together they got it was a really good night. they got such a great caterer for the food like such a good family doing like some real soul tacos were tasty like it was like soul food mexican is like how like just proper family mexican style um it was like cafeteria style where you just walk they slap it on you plate and yep. off you go those yep. tostados man yeah i did that's what i did those tostados were bomb yeah. hold on but what about that food Oh, dude. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. So, so just mind you, there's like, I got two tostadas and then they piled on meat, chicken, uh, the, you know, pico. We put on like beans. Like it we was had rice and ready to go. Yeah, everything. Yeah, ready to go. And this event, it's called Jeeps of Instagram. So it's like people are coming to this event. And granted, it was at Grandpa's Garage, which is a very rev- reverent like event it's like a place a place of infamy within the jeep community yeah. here in moab utah like yeah. grandpa has been helping people get back on the trail for i don't even know how long i don't know how long back how far back that history goes but it's 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 pretty hefty yeah, it's hefty i mean you guys were geeking out about like some parts you saw on the walls oh well, yeah i mean i i saw the the mighty fc front clip on everyone yeah. like hey do you guys know what the mighty fc is and everyone looked at me like what what, what are you talking about i'm like and I, I have a. Once you showed the picture, I was like, "Oh, this is what everyone like renders things to look like." Like, right? A, and it's I, almost like a Jeep Unimog, right? But yeah, it's it's a it's a Ford cab Jeep. Yeah, and it's so rad. You know, wow. and, and so I saw a couple things in there where I used to work for Axial, the RC car company. Yeah, yeah. And there were a couple of folks, Rodney Wells and Scott G, had done some stuff back in the day here at EJS, where they helped support Grandpa's Garage. And so I'm getting giddy because I saw a handful of Axial scalers. In the background, I'm like, oh, I know where those came from, and they're still there on display. Wow, so rad! And you know, I, I know what you know. Sort of, I've heard the stories about Grandpa in, in that garage and yeah. how he supports Jeep and how you know Jeep reciprocates that favor. And like, here's the the front clip of this vehicle and signed by all the engineers. And you right. know, and then to see the FC and so you know, for me, I, I have a spe- special kinship to that vehicle because right. when I worked for Axial, I launched that body. At the Bantam Jeep Festival. Oh, wow. Where they did the longest Jeep parade hmm. for that. And the Mighty FC axial body was in the Mighty FC for that whole parade. That's God. so cool. So when I see that clip, I'm, I'm just like, just getting giddy That's and like seeing what's going on. Brings and back memories. Total memories. Yeah. And, so great. But then you look at the folks there, you're like, oh, yeah. The, the, yes, that's person of notoriety. Like you just, you look around and everyone's just. Kickback, having a good time. Right. You know, you know it, it fireplaces. Was, oh yeah, the fire pits were great. But you look, like you looked at how it worked. It's like outside was kind of like the people invited, really just for the event. Like then inside were people who were like hardcore crawlers, who kind of intermink, intermixed within the core group of Grandpa's Garage. Yeah, it was kind of like a more inner circle. And then you go into like the main inner room that was heated nicely and that table right. where Grandpa himself was. And then you have a lot more old timers, like people who've been doing it probably as long as he has. If right. Not, Easily, know, yeah. A little less. But I actually went up to Grandpa because just because I wanted to say thanks and it was great to hear all the stories about him and what he's done and to be part of this now is really cool for me. And it wasn't quite the like, no problem, son. Like, you know, get out there and give him hell, right? It was like, he looks at me dead in the eye, and he's got these, like, crystal blue eyes that, like, matched his whole blue outfit that he was wearing. And he looks me in the eyes, and he goes, 
Yeah, you you coming? You're here. You're here for this uh, Easter Jeep uh, spring thing? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, okay. Well, you know, watch your speed because the cops here. They're always watching. And he said it in such a way, and his look was just dead fucking serious. I mean, he's probably chuckling once I walked away. But <laughs> he's like looking at me. I'm like, okay, sir, I will. And I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm 16 again, like the way he's like talking to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, sir, I will. And I'm like walking away, like kind of slow, just like, I'm like. That was super fucking ominous. Like, <laughs> I mean, even when you walk up to me, you're yeah. like, I just talked to him, and this is what he said, and I was like, what was? I mean, was he being literal, or is there, yeah, or is no, there like no, something else fucking, we need to be looking out for? Well, I mean, but the, the other thing though too, I mean, look at it this way, right? Look at the number of the sheer number of jeeps that have descended upon Moab in a oh, two-week totally. time span. Oh, yeah. totally, totally. And the parties and, and everything in between, yeah. and like. And to his credit, we every single day or every single time we roll out on that highway, someone is pulled over. Yeah. It's like, true, yeah. To but his I mean, credit. you can't have enough cops yeah. if you yeah. really wanted to enforce it. Yeah. And luckily, I think they, you know, you have to be doing something, I think, stupid enough to Yeah, they warrant. do. I mean, they do a good job. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the important thing here we got to realize is that we're, we're jumping to a town that, you know, people basically visit maybe once a year. Right. And there's a bunch of locals that live here full time. Right, Correct. we've got to be respectful of, of their. Yeah, that's what we were talking about in the way here, and said, "Hey, you got to remember, man, we're just visitors here. Yeah, you know, these are people's homes. This yeah, is their, John, this is their John hometown. and I, John and I got kind of turned around when we we're driving down Mill Creek, and it was it's kind of weird with the way that the the streets tee off or right. V off, and they kind of double back on themselves. They it's go, not a true grid. It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and it's you know usually how neighborhoods are designed when there is no real plan for them right right so we're driving back and we found ourselves in like some res- like proper residential side of things and you know just quietly getting like revving really low like not wanting, <laughs> not wanting to make too much noise just and pushing that clutch roll down the hill <laughs> just being respectful and it's like because you feel really you feel reverence you like you want this to continue you don't ever want something to happen where even the residents are like fuck you guys get out you definitely don't want to be the reason yeah, <laughs> that's for damn sure, I mean, right? You don't want to be the story they're telling, like, oh, we gotta do something against about this, yeah, about this noise or oh, about geez, this, yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine the stories would come out like, oh yeah, there was this big old loud ass jeep ripping through the neighborhood at two o'clock in the morning, Oof. doing Smokies and Forties and Oof. this that and the other. It's like it has some kind of yeah. black uh, camouflage on it. Oh, yeah, geez. there aren't a lot of those. Like, <laughs> no, that was Mike. That was Mike Hernandez. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that was a that was a truck. That was a truck, and it was Mike Hernandez. Guaranteed. Same rap. Um, yeah, so the, the food, man, uh, once the party was over and it's funny cause I had half a can when we got there and then Christina from rogue spirits comes and gives me one of her beers from rogue and I throw the can away, waste a beer, whatever. Cause I'm not trying to get hammered here, but she's like giving me, I'm like, okay, I'll be nice. And just, I'll trade one for another. Yeah, so I'll no trade harm one, no foul. And I drank a little yeah. bit and then that one got tossed too. But it's like, I had, I'd barely eaten anything and I, oh and the food, the, this amazing plate of food that I got that Eric, like, set up and had, you know, stationed there. Um, I put it, there's a, there, on my Goose Gear uh, camp kitchen, there's a tray that goes underneath the main fridge. And on that, usually I have stuff, but I recently emptied out the Jeep, believe it or not, and cleared out a bunch of things. And there was, like, enough room on that area where I could set my plate down. Wow. And as I'm talking to the guy, subconsciously, you know, just kind of closed the tray and ended up talking to the dude for like 45 minutes because he had a question about like a lot of things on the jeep and he's like i've been following you i've been wondering about this one and so i'm like all right full fucking attention and that's and i guess my point is is that's what the jeeps and instagram thing is for it's not for like the hardcore guy or the guy that's like super cool or like beyond it and that's amazing that they are that's awesome that Mm -hmm. you know they're just here to crawl they don't give a fuck about any of this shit cool 
I happen to actually, you know, build my Jeep and get what I've gotten by supporting, you know, Instagram and the people that are on it and speaking to them and talking to them and interacting, right? That's That's been my way through it um, and trying to deliver for partners. Well, so I, I prioritized the person who was talking to me and we're, we're chatting, we're talking and I closed the gate, like I closed the tray and then... I kind of got sidetracked, got to the fire pit. We're talking, we're laughing, you know, goofing off. My ADD is like kicking in like full swing. No food <laughs> in my stomach, like a beer, like just working its way through the system. And I'm like, okay, like, well, we got to go. And I went, got into the Jeep, got it started. I'm like, you're not driving. And I, yeah. Grandpa's and words it, probably came right back. You're like, <laughs> pretty much. And it's like, you know, sometimes you got to check yourself and just yeah. make sure. And I'm like, I could drive. I could totally drive. But that's not like if you have to like say that to yourself, like, oh, that's I could, true. Like, you already know. You either know you, you can drive or you can't. Yourself. There's yeah. no com- conversation. So, right. as soon as that conversation came in my mind, I'm like, and I saw you get into the Jeep. I'm like, John, do you mind just driving? You, you're down? And you're like, yeah, I'm down. I'm like, fuck, okay. Because I've seen your dad's YJ. And that <laughs> thing. So, John, the cool. So, me and John go back a little ways before, you know, even you met Ken from Dr. Death Wobble involved, yep. uh, introduced us together. Uh, out, Overland Expeditions, is that vehicles? Well, Ken's Overland Car Care, Dr. Death Wobble, and yep. Expedition Vehicle Outfitters. Right. Expedition right. Vehicle Outfitters, I mix up the... Okay, so... Mind he, you, Ken, that's a uh, mouthful. Be careful with that. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of shit. There's a lot going on there, yeah. Um, so, Ken, Dr. Death Wobble, introduced us, and, uh, you know, I... I was like, I don't, what is a Nova? Like, I don't know what a Nova is. Like, hey, nice to meet you. Like, I'm like, sounds like one of those companies that just kind of like grinds through people. I'm like, are you happy? Like, and you're like, yeah, I'm actually happy. I'm like, okay. Okay, well, okay. So if the culture is good and you're actually like happy doing what you're doing, then let's see what you're doing and then talk more. Right. And so then we start conversating and talking and send me some product out, which he does. And you like, he'll send like, you know, if somebody's going to use it, he's going to send it out. So he sent me, he sends me this camera. It's got a snake head on it, like a steel snake head, and you could bend it. It's a, what do we call it? Um, an inspection camera. Yeah. Vanova inspection camera. 4510? No, 3380. 3380. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, is there, what's Samsonite. Four, what's 4510? 4510. Is there a part number? There's 5420, which is the power check. It's the power, 5420 power yep. check. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember. It's hard. It's hard. No, four numbers is numbers. hard. I'm surprised you tried. I tried. <laughs> I give you credit for that. <laughs> so close. I was within a few hundred. Yeah. Um, you had four digits right. I had four, you were four digits. You had four the, digits. It's four digits. You had that right. <laughs> so you know, Innova's known for their OBD2 diagnostic, you know, readers, yep. but uh, they've got these really cool tools, which is what I was telling um, John that this is kind of I think where where it fits within what we're doing. Now it also fits for the OBD2. OBD2 stuff, but sometimes stuff like that, people are like, okay, I'm going to take it to a you know, mechanic, or I'm going to take it to a shop like Rebel. Check light, check engine lights on, I don't even need to bother with it. I'm just going to take it in. They'll take a look. And But you're getting charged, and not, not to take away from the, the dealers, because they, you, they yeah. do a lot for you. Um, a lot of people use your product, but you'll get charged X amount of dollars that you could have just invested once, cry once, buy once, buy once, cry once, right? Yep. Buy yourself a scanner. And then at least you know, like, they're going to probably have to scan it anyways. They're not going to just take your word for it if they're any decent shop. But, you know, you're going to you're gonna be able to know what you're getting into. Yep. At least you'll be more informed. It's a great tool to be more informed going into a situation which a lot of people have no information about. Nope. Yeah. I mean, you know? yeah, it's one thing to say that you've, you ran this tool and it said, 
they gave you an injector code. Right. You go to your mechanic, and he's like, you need a timing chain. Why, why? Well, actually, yeah. there's there's a couple different scanners they have. You need new brakes. What? Right. Yeah. You need you need blinker fluid. Wait, what? Yeah. That's yeah. gonna be an extra your three dollars. Your muffler bearings are worn out. Your muffler bearings are worn out. Your blinker fluid is is old. Yeah. It's not the oh, no. You're, it's it's gone, and your the air in your tires is old. That's what it is. Um, but the two the other tools that he has, like he has this inspection camera. It's got like the snake head. Um, and I was installing the upgraded brake booster on the Jeep when I was doing my big brake kit, and. Uh, I love it. There's families here with kids. Yeah, and kids are playing. Them. Yeah, they're. Um, but uh, I was. I installed it. I started tying it down, and then I went to go check the brakes, and it was just solid. And I've always heard if it's the brake pedal solid when you're doing a booster, you fuck something up on the cylinder. But I couldn't see it because it's so tucked in there. I've got fucking wires everywhere. There's a lot of shit going on underneath the hood of my Jeep. That's and, an understatement. And yeah. when you when you push the brake. You have to do it inside. There's no real right. easy way to like push the brake and look around. Yeah, you the can't edge. see what's happening when you're pushing the brake for I th- sure. I think there's a way, but I didn't. I didn't get that contorted to like <laughs> do it. You didn't watch enough YouTube mechanic videos to learn that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. YouTube yes. University. Yeah. You got to graduate Dude, from YouTube. I've university. got an AA in YouTube. Okay. Uh, so what I d- ended up doing was. Uh, I'm like, fuck, I got that inspection camera you gave me, which up to that point was good for checking my ear canals and nostrils. And and then I, I get it. I kind of uh, um, I put the display like I open my door. I put the display between like, you know, the, the door jam and the door. And right. It's, it's hanging. And I managed to it has an, it had enough length that I could stretch the line out and get it right where the cylinder from the booster goes into the receptacle yep. area. Uh-huh. And. As I'm pushing the brake pedal, I can see that the cylinder is actually going left against the outside edge of the cylinder. It's not even going it's, in. Yeah, it's not doing what it's supposed to. Yeah, that's, so that's I, cool. I'm like, oh, my God. So I now was... you've got, like, eyes real time. I'm yeah. like, what's happening? It's your third eye. Oh, yeah, that's third cool. Eye. Dude, the inspection cam is your third eye. There's yeah. your marketing campaign, right? <laughs> the third, dude, the third the all eye. all-seeing eye. You didn't know you needed it. Uh, and so, I, you know, if you push hard enough, then, at that point, you will blow out your booster and you'll fuck it all up. Yeah. The the inspection camera stopped me from being able to do that. Yeah, it got it got me out of my own way. I I slowed down. I pulled it out. I realigned with the camera because uh, once I was outside and had everything out, I was able to you know see the cylinder go in. And once I confirmed it went in, that was it. Nice installed. Might still working to today. And you know, there's that. There's the power check, which I can send voltage into a, a line, a circuit. And you know, I did. I just did my cyclones on the on the Jeep. I've actually been using that here in the booth as an explanation. Been showing, oh, you know, yeah. you know, like, well, what is this for? I'm like, well, actually, here's a great example. You know, recently, you know, Ollie was doing this to, to Kate and running electrical to all the cyclones underneath. Yep. Here's some voltage to apply to it to see if all the lights are linked up properly. You know, before tucking away the wiring and finishing your, all your connections. Right. You know, it's like a... Check uh, your work tool. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. That's a great way of putting it. It'll throw, it'll throw, uh, it has three different settings, right? Yep. It'll do five to 10 volt. Uh, no, all, all the way from three volt uh-huh. all up to 24 volt. So but it does oh, five wow. too, right? Like, so it, it's it, like a middle. It's like it's a range. Three, well, there's three settings, and the, the far right setting is 12 we'll to 24. Yep. And then three, and I think five is in the center. Yeah. So really low voltage stuff. So if you're checking for, say, like fuses or different electrical lines that aren't yeah. running a 12 volt system to mm-hmm. them. And then all the way up to 12 and 24. That's awesome. 
it, it gives a nice range and there's like a rotating head to it like a pistol grip kind of thing yeah. right so you, you can, can you know there's different you lengths can get into the weird need, angles you know what i need i need a head that extends from the front but has a clamp so i can clamp it on something and not have to hold it in place oh that'd be pretty cool yeah if i had that then i can connect it and then um walk away and push my button to get same situation yeah. as the brace right. and, and and the tip of it i mean you can the tip of the uh of the power check you can really put it into some stuff yeah you, know, you have to be careful though because a lot of times if you do it's like a needle head you it, don't it's a needle head and if you do break you know the the seal the the coating on the wire right right there that now becomes a, a moisture insertion point right yeah. and then you could corrode your wires from the inside right, and right, so right. you know a lot of mechanics are like yeah you back probing not. yeah we can back probe but uh, we don't want to see that car in about 10 or 15 years because that wiring will be done. I mean, there's a reason why we put coatings on wiring. Right, you know, yeah, that, the insulation and the protection. And, so, right. you know, depending on the connector, you know, we made that tip nice and small so you could drop it into places. You know, but it was in that discussion where you were like, you know, we talked about more of like, you know, being able to off-road and what we do. And, yep. you know, I expressed sort of our, my background and, you know, in dabbling in off-road and my dad being part of a, on the On the Rocks Club in Thousand Oaks. Yep. Which I think is where, I mean, early days of like Genrite and stuff like that. Oh, really? and, um, oh wow! Yeah, because your dad, your dad's like old school when when it comes to crawling. Like he's been. Yeah, for a I mean, he's he's definitely been in off roading for yeah. quite some time. I mean, when he was younger, he was into tri- you know bull tacos, you know trials riding and you know motorcycles and camping and you know climbing Mount Whitney and you know all, all that kind of stuff. And you know we got that YJ I think in like two thousand. Yeah. So it's been sort of a development process. That's a along. legit rig, dude. It's well, it, it's a very interesting rig. I mean, it's it's a a ninety uh, YJ on one tons with the angry little four banger, and an Atlas six speed five thirty eight gears, forty inch stickies, and it's still on leaf springs. Yeah, but it it'll it'll go places. I think four wheel low is like one hundred ninety to one, oh, and it's just he's, you know. <laughs> and so for my old man, you know, he's he retired to Apple Valley. So from door to Hammertown is like 40, 45 minutes. Wow. And for him, he's he's a hog and slop. He's like, oh, I load in the flatbed. 35 minutes later, I'm on the trail. No big deal. Like, it's yeah. a great time. I mean, he'll do the Deucey over the summer. He, you know, plays in Johnson Valley all the That's time. Awesome. He's got his own little crew. and <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know, wheeling that Jeep, you know, that back when I worked for Axial, that was my transportation during KUH. Oh, wow. So yeah. we would, you know, I would drop off the Axial rig. I'd go back to my parents' place, grab the Jeep. And it was a. It's not built for the road. No, I mean no. it's you know Ram well, it's is full PSC steering, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And then the tiny little steering wheel, and like yeah. <laughs> you get those tank slappers doing 55, and oh. you're you're looking at hills because it's got the little four banger, and you're like, yeah, that's gonna be a third gear hill. Like this, yeah, is that's a, that's a four fun. low gear. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But then we we you know spend the week at KOH, and you know we'd be all over the place, and I'd have no worry about going places. And that's so cool. You know, it, it's a fun rig, and you know when I was. Say shifting, you know, Kate last night. I'm like, yeah, oh, this r- very reminiscent of a Jeep transmission. And in the case of that YJ, that I think the throw is like two feet long per, yeah, per gear. But it's so easy to drive. Yeah, you know, it just just kind of goes places. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I'd love to take it out more, but you know, now we've the Gladiator and the family and stuff like that, and trying to get out. Different, and- different. It's like a it's a different time for you. Like now, you got to kind of do the dad 
camping yeah. 2.0 thing that we've all been doing. And you got your tent from Rome recently. Yeah. Actually, Frank helped you put that yeah, on. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I helped that a little bit, a, too, but we were at a High Point Hummer. That was uh, a here in town. good experience. Yeah. Man, I got to say, prepping for EJS, um, I mean, Ollie and Frank, <laughs> I mean, we've talked <laughs> about sort of, we've all had our trials and tribulations oh, yeah. coming right. here. And I feel like I was dealt a, a, a solid hand, but, you know, you turn lemons into lemonade, right? Right. And, uh, you know, originally the tent was supposed to be shipped to my house. And yeah. Shipping company, like, oh, it yeah. It might actually be better that it wasn't. I mean, because you had help. Yeah, here. you uh, made. Well, I told you I, you needed help. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I mean, but yeah, help help is always great. And thank you very much, Frank. <laughs> that that was incredible. I mean, and for Frank, us, so the you guys told were, me what to do. I did it, and you got to give me credit. Yep, right. <laughs> but anyway, it was no, it was cool because I always wonder too, like what goes into putting those things together. And like you said, hey, by the way. And there's prep work involved. Yeah, it's not it's just all, all the shit's inside. And right, you guys yeah. have to first open it up, pull all the stuff out. Right. Yeah. It's not like it's just unbox it and then bolt it on. Like so, there's so a reason here we are that tent for the price you're getting it for. Right. Know? So here we are, like we're literally in the parking lot of High Point Hummer. Yeah. And the guy's like, Yeah, get this box out of my office. Like I you know, go right. set up. We come in and he's like, I just get boxes sometimes, I don't even know where they're from or who they're for. <laughs> he's like, But your name's on this one, so sure, here and you go. And we just straight up took over the parking lot. There's cardboard all over the place yeah. and yeah. pulling tools out and then finally we lift it up and put it into place and measuring twice and you know, bolting yep. this down and Yep. And uh It worked out really well though, because originally we were worried because your rack doesn't have the standard crossbars like most cars do on you give you have a bed rack. Well right? so, so but it has the holes that lined up perfectly it, it was so kudos to jcr so i, I have the jcr full height rack yeah and yeah we were both like mm, this isn't gonna work your bars are going the same direction as the rack that's right and at this point i'm kind of yeah. like how am i gonna get this home? Like, and the problem yeah, exactly because the problem is shops, dude yeah, i mean yeah. he's not wrong but yeah. that's not but that's not what you want <laughs> right. no 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 not at all and then we found an elegant solution to it all and totally like, oh so now rather than eight bolts or you know, eight bolts holding on. Now right. it's four, and it's directly into the rack it's itself. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is. You're this. not using those straps, the bracket straps that they give you. Yeah, because I so for summer camp, I borrowed a coworker's Tapui tent. Yeah. And when I was tor- torquing that thing up, he had torqued it so many times before right. that the channel itself, was the bent. little sliders, yeah, wouldn't even go all the they way. Had, like you had to they knock were, them they through. They were grooved. Yeah, totally yeah. grooved, and then the 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 bottom uh, metal bracket was grooved itself, and like yeah. it was it was wonky. And this is, I mean, I'm I'm gonna redo it because the bolts are probably about three inches longer than they need to be. Right. Yeah. To accommodate we'll for that down, setup. Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, I mean, if worse comes to worse, there's a lot more threads for it to go through if something did happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it's. You know, now looking at sort of the family rig and, you know, we got the, the Rome Vagabond XL with the Annex and, you know, it, it's, you know, kids downstairs. It's, is, a, it's a big tent, though. Yeah. He is thoroughly going down that road now. Do you remember like a couple months ago when the thing was bone stock? Yeah, I like, mean, it's, well, he knew. It's not like he didn't well, know. No, he knew. But what? I'm just saying, like, it's cool to see, like, it's fine. Like, the, the evolution's coming. You've got the rack now. You've got your rotopacks on there. you got a rooftop tent. Like, there's, there's, and once you do those minimal things or the beginning things, there is for sure more coming because now the suspension is probably going to need some help. You got a tent and all well, that stuff. Well, that's all there. coming. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're waiting on and so now, now yeah. And so now, yeah, now you're waiting on on the stuff that we're getting from. So in, in, it's in, a fucking downward spiral, man. <laughs> it I mean, is. And welcome to the shit show because it's like it'll never end. Yeah, so you're in it. In, 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 it. in the case of camping with the family, I mean, <laughs> I have a, a bit of a checkered past with camping with the family. You know, like in the early days where when my wife and I were dating, I'm like, oh, let's go on. Let's go camping, and her definition of camping and my definition of camping. Two different things. 
it's like completely She's like where's the cabin completely <laughs> different bookends of the <laughs> shelf right it, it just you know I, I could be out in the middle of the desert in a sleeping bag and be completely comfortable yeah, yeah. and she's like where's the car camping with the refrigerator in the back and you know the whole nine yards right. and you know we we went we were oh, trying so to she get, wants the overland life uh getting there yeah yeah and so i took her with we flat towed the yj out to uh ridgecrest like red rock canyon and we were going to go up to mciver's cabin right and along the way she's you know oh we need beer we need this i'm like yeah we can't take too much like we got to stay hydrated yeah. and i had like a big old like five gallon igloo off the back and oh wow we're in ridgecrest in august it's not exactly cold right it's it, it's hot but we right. if you go up to mciver's cabin it's seven plus thousand feet nice and comfortable good place to hang out yeah and we we flat tow the jeep out there we bring the dog jeep overheats I lose my phone. Dog gets caught in cactus. Dog jumps into Jeep oh with cactus on my oh wife. Oh my gosh. Like it literally and and then the heat. And then we get to the worst. The the Y in the trail to go up to the cabin and it's closed off. And in my mind I'm going, Oh, okay, we'll just circle back and go over here and up there and she's looking at me like, mm mm, we done. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm like, pulling I'm pulling the cord right yeah, here. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Well, baby. how do you know that this isn't over here? I'm like, Well, let's go find out. She goes, mm mm, we're done. And at this point, the dog is, like, mentally just frazzled. Yeah. And so we go back to camp, and our dog looked like the clock in a Salvador Dali painting. Just oh, complete. no. I mean, she wanted <laughs> – she was done. And so we, we flat-tow it back. To this point, the Jeep was living in Thousand Oaks area. We flat-tow it back. And we get pulled over a mile before my parents' oh, place no. at the time. Of course. And, you know, the cop was – he was super great, and he's just like, yeah, I couldn't see your brake lights. We had the magnetic brake lights on for flat towing. Right. And he's like, well, where are you coming from? I'm like, mm, yeah, camping trip from hell in Ridgecrest, and literally I'm a mile away from home. He's like, I'll pump the brakes. Okay, I can see him. Get home. All is good. Oh, that's cool. And <laughs> That worked out. And at that point, like, we finally get back home. We were we were living in Aliso, and, you know, we, we come into the room, and the dog sees us and walks into a different room. Oh, and for two weeks, she's like, uh-uh. She's yes, like, I want nothing to do you with put you. my food and water in that bowl. After that, I want nothing I'm to out. do with you. Yeah, exactly. Like, get away. I'm mad at you. So, <laughs> so me and camping and, and the family, like I have some big hills to climb. You're, you dug a hole. I have to overcompensate yeah. immensely. You need some amazing experiences for this. Yes, right, right. And you so, gotta show them this can be fun. Yeah, yeah. It can be awesome. And so that that was the whole point of you know getting the gladiator and getting the tent up there and yep. you know let's if we are going to go camp like let's try to be somewhat comfortable and here's right. a way to do it and totally you know I've got a two year old and a four year old and you know how do they get integrated into it and, right right you know the annex helps with that and we're just trying to make a good experience and you know get outside and get away from the hotels and you know get more into like just normal camping so to speak right, right. and you know coming to events like this I mean this is where you get to see quite a bit of it. I mean, I think there's more, you know, rock crawling here, so sure. to speak, and sure. more trail sure. work. And, yeah. you know, if, if I was going to be here for a week, I probably wouldn't be doing it with a rooftop tent on the top. <laughs> Why? Wait. Why? Wait. <laughs> no, but maybe. He's not, he's not saying wait as in time wait. He's saying Yeah, he's wait, saying wait. like literal, like, wait. yeah, like. like You're like, top heavy. Like tonnage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we've done everything. We have. We've done yeah. everything everyone we else have. has done. Yeah, the, I right. gotta say that. It's I not like we're doing Pritchett. You know? Yeah, that's true. But we're, we're supposed to do Pritchett. Hell's Revenge was fun last night. Dude, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That was a, good that was a great trip. So I guess the long story short of it is, you you truly live the life. Yeah. You you know the lifestyle not by being some marketing guy who wants to get into it, but actually, I've already you've already loved it. 
been part of it and then just bring that passion with you to what you're doing at Innova. So that to me stood out and that's where I'm like, okay, I'll give let's let's And you see have where some clearly some family history in DIY and autom and like very, car, car very, culture, right? Very DIY. Like yeah, I like mean, car culture and you know and working on things, tinkering with things, building things. Like well, all of that bleeds into your career, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I and and I, I, I always have caution when I say this, but I grew up in Malibu, right? Right. But the first two years of my life were liver, literally living the back of a camper, while my parents were building the house themselves. Oh wow! You know, and that like is above the beach area. Wow! And I think I did my first oil change when I was like ten years old, and my old man walking me through it. And you know, when you're out there, like there isn't a Home Depot that's, you know, 15 minutes down the road. It's all the way right. Malibu. You're going all the way you to go, Camarillo or you're going you to Thousand go through Oaks. the canyons or down the coast. I, exactly. Yeah. So you grew up in, I grew up in a very DIY household. You learn how to do it. You know, I grew up, right. you know, watching my dad, you know, I restored his early 911 and got that back on the road and walked. That thing's you know, a beast. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's rowdy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, like literally rowdy. But like walk, you know, walk through him sort of, doing things on the vehicles or building things in the house and just having to be handy yeah. and trying to, you know, carry that over into this automotive DIY space and being comfortable in it. Yep. You know, it's just, it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know and you might as well just learn to do seems something. Seems like this is a pretty natural place for you. Like just, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Like it seems like a Nova's like, well, just kind of like, like a good pairing. I mean, we need to get him back to his booth because we've already taken up. Like That's true. Forty-five minutes. <laughs> That's true. Time. Has you, it been that long? Yeah, yeah. you actually oh. have a booth that you're. Yeah. That you're supposed to be manning. <laughs> well, we've had a couple sales, so that's good. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's your first time being out. Yep. Yeah. I know the sales seem like you know it's going to take a minute, but I think, like, dude, Marco's Marco's talking to you. Like, there's so many yeah. people that are talking to you now about stuff. And the more that the word gets out, the more that people see it, like different influencers, whatever, whatever they may be doing, whether they're building a Raptor or building a Jeep or like, it's just getting that community to start supporting the the brand and integrating that brand into the lifestyle of the scene and the industry to where then it'll give the clout needed. I mean, you guys are huge in those right. big box like spots like the O'Reilly's and the Auto Zones, And that's not really big box, but like the retail spaces, the brick and mortar. But getting into the direct-to-consumer is a whole nother beast. And between and, Amazon and here, like, you know, there, there's going to come more traction, but they just need to see you, and they yep, need to right. know who you are. And I want to be respectful of those creators' times, too. I, I don't want to be that pushy marketing person, like, okay, I need two minutes of this. and da, 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 Right, like, right. No, no, listen, if you use it, great, awesome. You know, share some stuff with me. Glad to put it out there. Glad to support you. You know, let, let's let figure something out. You know, yeah, I, I, you kind know, of build I, more of an organic relationship. It, yeah, that's, right. that's a better way to do it. I think yeah. it, you know the relationships at that point become far more fruitful. Yeah, you know, and the the expectations are brought down to a normal level. Right, and you know, focusing more on a relationship than like, here's your paycheck, and you know, uh, I'll see you the next time I right. need you. I hope right. you win. It's not so transactional. Yeah, yeah no, I, yeah. I, I I don't want to do that, and yeah. that's not what what we're about as a company too. You know, well, I mean, there's we, a certain there's a certain like cutoff right between you know. Wanting to support the community and then also need, making sure that your needs are being met in terms of making money or being profitable, and I th and I think they kind of go hand in hand. And you know, the community side's a little bit more long tail yep. than uh, than just the direct sell, like you know, whether it's an Amazon, you know, fulfillment or whatever it is that you're getting yourself into. I think I think it just all takes time for people to like really identify you with a certain vibe. Yep, and. You know, KC, things that KC were so successful, um, 
and I, I just paused because I don't want to sound pretentious, but it really was. Well, I think it, I think what we did at KC with the team worked really well, and it was based 100% on community. It's, yep. And being present. Just in being community. involved. Yeah, being yeah. involved, being a part of it. Continuing the conversation. part of it. Keeping the friendships. Like, yeah. not making the friendships transactional. Not making right. them, like, based on a sponsorship, but based on, like, dude, me and you have gone fishing with our kids. Like, yep. that's a real relationship. That's like, okay, I trust you enough to bring my kids out with you. And there's not a lot of people. Likewise like, here. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it's like, Uncle John, you know? And, you know, it's like the kids, the kids get to know you, and that, that means something. Like, to me, it means something. It's like, okay, I... I need to do right by you and we need to do right by each other and we need to grow this thing yep. together and the right partner and the right sponsored person or the ambassador that that's the kind of relationship it'll turn into. Yep. You know? Absolutely. And then from that, it'll trickle into everyone else where it's like, Oh yeah. It's like, dude, I remember when I was at Casey, I had people come in and saying, Oh, I'm going to take all my Bajas off and I'm going to switch it all to Casey. I'm like, why? And I'm, and I'm, that's before like, you know, anything happened at Casey. it's like you know even to this day i would say the same thing to somebody though like and i and this is i'm in my full right to direct them towards anything else but i'm like you know why would you take off something that works perfectly fine just for something else and you know what the answer would be is i want to be part of the family yeah yep. and so when you get to that point you've started a cult yep. <laughs> and now <laughs> and i unfortunately i i'd rather start a church um but you know it turns into a cult and people are just like just about it for the sake of what it is in their minds and how that last video that they watched affected them or that interaction they had with you affected them or they came to this event and everyone was having a good time and how that affected them. Um, that's where I think the money is. Yep. The long term. The long term play is that. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's what we call that. That's the brand equity. Yeah. That is. That's yeah, what it brand is. equity, brand cachet. Yeah. You know, insert whatever sort of analogy you want to put in yeah, there. Yeah. Whatever but, buzzword they you know, come up with it, this year. It's. The biggest thing is being honest in what you're trying to do. Right. You know, and not look at everything as a, yes, there has to be sort of transactional sides of it, too. Like It's a business. Yes, we understand right. that, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, we understand it's a business, and yes, there's being transactional, but there's integrity. Yes. There's responsibility, right? And there's 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 a, there's a more beyond that in being present right. and building relationships and having it be beneficial to both parties. Right, brand loyalty yeah. is, is paramount, and you know Frank and I, you and I have talked about this a couple of times, and we, yeah, totally. we keep using the saying, but like high tide rises all boats. Yep, yep. And you know, I, I was like, man, I use this saying all the time, but <laughs> man, it makes so much sense. It does, yeah. You know, and it doesn't discriminate when it comes in; it all everything goes up. Right, if, we're, if we're, you're the right people are coming together. Right, yeah. yeah. We're all on this journey together. Yep. You know, and we're all sort of doing our certain parts along the way, and if there's a way we can support one another to meet the goals that we're trying to establish. Hey, we're we're all for the better at that point, right? Right. You know, it's it's in those moments where you know, say things are taken advantage of or whatever it is, and like, I think those situations get weeded out pretty quickly. Yeah. And you know, you learn real quick, and oh like, yeah, I yeah, won't be doing that again. Yep. Yep. And you know, then you go, all right, let's focus on what works and and move forward with that, and you know, do it from a very honest perspective. And I, I think that's a lot of how. You know, I operate, and also it's a lot of how Anova operates. Yeah. And, you know, we deal with a lot of subsidized competitors that don't think that way. And they just throw money at things. And, you know, that's, you know, they, they get their reach from that, and they, they pay for those placements. Mm -hmm. And here we are, like, I like to think of us as the white hats of the bunch, right? Yeah. We're not hacking databases. We're paying for the licensing. Yeah. We're doing the right thing. We're having these relationships, starting these relationships, and doing it the honest way. Right. As opposed to, yeah, here's this check. Give me that placement. And, like, 
it, it's it's too transactional, and right. that has a very that's got a very short half life to it. It yeah. does. And that's exactly it. You know, I yeah. just I'm like fine, go do it, and then in, in two years time, you're you're gonna be scrambling to figure something out, and you know we've built this mountain. It's well, rock solid, foundation strong, and we ain't going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, look at this. It's like <clears throat> when Frank even Frank and I even made the signage for this thing. It's like, oh, we're gonna put the four sponsors up first. We're gonna put the four sponsors that support our actual podcast, and they're they're gonna be on the flag. And then it's like we talked, and I'm like, no, man, like you know, let's get rugged on there. Let's get yeah. Let's get all these other brands that actually joined us for this thing this week, and let's just throw them on there, and it'll be evergreen. Yep. Because the reality is, every single one of these brands helps build. The, the community that we're doing. And, yeah. And the way I grow community is I grow it on two levels. One, I grow it on the marketing level with us. The the people come to the events. Like, we have to enjoy it. We have to be, like, united and solid. And, you know, it's not an exclusive thing either. So it could be Milestar, Martin from Milestar and Tim from BFG, and they could be here. Yep. And we could all be friends. Again, the high tide rises all boats, right? Exactly. Right. And... The, the goal for this is like, you know, we're going to keep working with Rugged and we're going to keep working with Innova. We're going to keep working with Fieldcraft. I mean, if you, Mike from Fieldcraft's already like, Ollie, whatever you're doing next time, just let us know. Yeah. Yep. We're there. It's like, yeah, cool. Um, because we always have a good time and they're super content focused. So it's like, oh, it's like you just can't, dude, you could, you could throw, you could kick a rock and land on something amazing in Moab. So it's like, it's, it's very right. hard. Well, okay, day one of wheeling here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Look at that background, dude. So, so oh. let's set that up. Oh the, my gosh! So we get it. We get it on Monday. I think we already covered this, but like that Tuesday morning, the snow in the desert was just mind blowing. So yeah, we got here Monday night because we did a podcast on our way up. We did we a podcast on our way up. So yeah. Monday night, and you guys heard that. We went well, straight to yeah, the industry but, party. But the but the wind though coming in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm towing a little 17 foot trailer. Here. Yeah, we did it just insane. after that, right? And so I'm coming at 191. I'm seeing your pictures. You're sending me like, yes, I'm like, into that. We, we were going is... through the 70 up through the, up through the hills, and like, it's just all I see 100 yards in front of me is just a dust cloud. Yes, that's, and then yeah. I, I make that right turn on the 191, and I'm like foot to the floor, you know, third, fourth gear doing 60 down that whole stretch like i've never gone through gas that quick in my gladiator dude it's like yeah. uh it's like that scene from mad max fury road where like furiosa is like taking that big rig into like the dust storm yep and and you're like that shit doesn't exist and oh then, it does and then you're like <laughs> and then you're like oh i can see how uh what'd you call it a haboob yeah could exist like yep. this, the bad ones that happened in the middle east it's like the big wall this was a, I mean, this was here. a baby version of that yeah it happens here it happens does it, in does it, valley yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and are they that night. insane like, oh yeah oh yeah it's a wall like of storms and oh, yeah. all that right dry well, get dry lightning yeah. yeah and what's kind of cool is that my parents are up on the hill so if you're driving down bear valley road and you're heading towards kuh and as you you come up that sort of last big climb and there's that movie theater up you know in the middle of nowhere okay they're up on the back of that hill there so they can literally see from Hesperia all the way to Lucerne. And so when you want to talk about seeing weather coming in, right. they, they have a bird's eye view of what's yeah, going they're, on. Like you, it, they're, like, they're, like, they're like the lighthouse yeah. of, <laughs> for that place. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I, I mean, and so we have that crazy wind Monday, 
and it did, it went till at what two, three in the morning. Oh, yeah, and then it got still. It was actually kind of nice to sleep to. It actually, actually was. Yeah. It was. It made a really cool sound. You were you were in an apartment. I was in a seventeen foot trailer. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, there Potato was a, there was a moment yeah. when both of us shot up like from our from where we were laying. Yeah, we just sat up because it sounded like the roof was about to come or off the, the place. Or the windows were about to break. Right. In. Yeah. And that was around midnight. But after that, it got really nice. And there was this rumor floating around. Not a rumor. Sorry. There was a, a potential for snow. But no one knew for sure. Right. It was like, ah, it could snow. It might, they say it might snow. We're not sure. Oh, it's for sure. And then we wake up in the morning, and everything's white. Dude, I open that door, and I just see four inches of snow across the top of my truck. Everything's I'm white. Like, what the fuck? And it kept snowing. It kept <laughs> yeah, snowing until yeah. 9 o'clock. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I'm yeah. like, there goes my... And then fucking Adam, oh, that one dude, right? Yeah. He's like texting me like, oh, bro, looks like it's over. Like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, first of all, we don't know it's over. We, yeah, we don't know what's going Second on. Second yeah. of all... This sucks. Shit. What are we going to do? Third of all, let's just go get breakfast and figure it out. Yep. And then I made like maybe like five audibles on the schedule for the entire yeah. team coming. Like, and you're and you're wrangling like seven companies, a magazine. And all their people. And all their people. Yeah. And trying to like just, but some way, somehow, outside of Fieldcraft, who was late to actually even arriving in Utah, we pulled it off. It everybody worked was, out. Everybody it worked was on out. trail. It worked out. Beautifully, yeah, like so one picturesque. Because the original plan, even even the the plan that we executed, was not the plan was not plan seventeen that we agreed on. Because right. originally we agreed on, look, we're gonna all the snow is south of town because for some reason it snowed south just like two minutes outside Weird, of town. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And so all the snow was south of town, and people wanted snow shots. So we're like, all right, we're gonna go find our snow shots because we're not sure if it's gonna be frozen so if we can wheel these trails, and then we're gonna pull off, go in, get our snow shots, and then go back north. You know. 10 minutes and do trails well I, mean, I, had, I had dustin i had dustin like bitching uh, he uh, wanted pictures of the I, worst I way i yelled that i yelled yeah. that out just because he was so cranky <laughs> he wanted pictures he's like i want to get the snow pictures the worst i've way. been in moab eight times and i never and i never saw snow and i never <laughs> saw snow and to be honest and, i don't think most of us have if not all any of us have yeah and yeah. he was like he was just like we need to go we need to go and i and you know it was such a great exercise for me because you know I, I tend to get hot-headed sometimes, and I like you know I'll, I'll like I'll lose my patience, especially in a high-stress situation where you have so many people depending on you, and you're just trying to like go with the flow, voicing opinions, voicing yeah. concerns. And you keep getting you keep yeah. getting poked, you keep yeah. getting poked, and you're like, it's just time. We, I just need time because the videographer's on his way, and got a process. Got, you know, there's there's still people on their way, and but everyone else is ready to go, ready to go, ready. Yeah. To go. But I kept my shit together. There yeah. was No. There were no arguments, and it was an incredible run. Yeah, we found a trail, I mean, and minus it turned the breaking, out, but it was. It turned out there was no snow on the, the trail. Was a given. Yeah, it was bound to happen, right? Yeah, it, it turned out the trail was fine. The trail was totally clear. Yeah, it trail was beautiful, was and all of the surrounding shrubbery and landscape was Dude, covered. The it water was gorgeous. crossings just were gorgeous. A, just a little glitter of yeah. snow yeah. everywhere. You, it, it looked like. Remember, I told you this when we were driving in. It looked like the terrain was flocked. Like yeah. it didn't even look real. Like it looked like somebody came with a big like you know truck and just sprayed it like you would a christmas tree uh, you know on a like, lot like like art the art department totally. came in and you it know. did not look real yeah. it was, was just like and it, then by the time we got out of there some of it actually i think quite almost a bit of it, all of it was gone yeah it burned off pretty yeah, good it was gone. but yeah. now you look behind us or you know ollie yeah. where you're looking out yeah. i mean we've got snow peaked well, the mountains are yeah, still covered yeah, yeah the mountains snow behind, peaks out yeah. here but everything else it's all burned off yeah, it's all is, you know like this back to normal weather wise i mean yesterday was absurdly cold yeah or no, i'm sorry tuesday was absurdly yeah. cold. Yeah, that was yeah. yesterday um i mean what it is it was like what a high of like what 
35, 40 years, yeah. like 45. It was, yeah. like, it was a high of like, I mean, yeah, even that night, Tuesday yeah. night was 26. in the 20s. 26. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It was chilly. It was Dude, waking stupid. up yesterday morning, 28. Like, yeah. Just walking into like, oh shit, that's cool. Remember he tried to run the wipers and it was like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. it was all well, frozen. Was all the fluid was frozen. The, the fluid and it was like, what fluid, <laughs> asshole? And then what, Friday is supposed to be what, high 60s, low 70s? Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Even today was kind of warm. Today was nice. I was walking around a t shirt for I just wish the wind was just down just just a couple. The word you can't say the fucking no, 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 it's gorgeous right now. What the are you w. talking about? You can't say the W, oh, bro. The w. Okay. Yeah, man, come All on, right. dude. If oh, you're gonna bro, camp successfully guys. with your family, you've got to learn these rules. <laughs> you know, so yeah. don't call right. out the elephant. Yeah, room. that's all right. Yeah. It's almost. You know what? You're lucky because you called that long enough that this is almost over. Yes. So well, listen, I think. I think it's about time to pay the bills. I know there's even more that we can. Oh talk yeah, about. we can dive into this in the next episode. But for sure. I say let's wrap it up. And let's start off with the Nova because let's do it. In addition to all of our other partners, the Nova came on recently, um, not only supporting us for this event but also the podcast. So, right. you know, truth be told, you're not just here for EJS. You're also here for the podcast. So Correct. You know, we got you. We got you on both sides. Buddy. Destination, right, buddy. a destination podcast. That's right. You're, 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 you're check cleared. So welcome. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> let's say Frank is very, very on top of that shit. Yeah. All right. So do you want to do you want to just kind of plug off whatever like you'd want people to know about yeah. right now and where to find yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've we've done that quite a bit through here, and I don't, I don't want to belabor it, but sure. I mean, at the we're end paying of the, day, the bills now, so this yeah, is this is well, this is, this the, is, this is the commercial spot. Find right a here. problem, check the problem, or and is, don't you dare fast forward the podcast. Make or, a problem, <laughs> make a problem, you listen, fix the problem. <laughs> find you know, find problems, right? <laughs> Absolutely, you know, you, you can find a Nova product products in just about any automotive retailer. Dude, AutoZone's um, got. Like a kiosk behind the oh, yeah. cashier. Yeah, right they have the their counter. whole wall. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. The aisle, the aisle, and what do they call those toppers or end aisle? caps? End caps. Thank yep. you. Yeah. So you know, we're in AutoZone, we're in our Rallies, we're in CarQuest, we're up in Canada, in Ball Camp. Like, where there isn't really an automotive retailer that we're not in. We're we're found on are Amazon. You in Napa? Yes. Oh, there you go. So basically, wherever you are in the country, wherever you have a pro account, and there's, at, you and can go buy your yeah, tool. Yeah, auto parts store. There's a good yeah. chance that you're there. We've got a great Amazon store. We've got an incredible website. You know, the, the Amazon store. We obviously have all our products up there. Right. Yep. Um, our website. We've got cover checker information. We've got tool information, um, support manuals, um, DTC. Wow. Um, definitions. You know, so you could use our website as a resource. I was going to yeah. say, it's more of it's a product, it's a resource, too. Right. Well, I mean, a lot of the traffic on our site is more so going to our support and resource pages yeah, yeah. than to our product pages. Sure. Because we're providing a service to folks that you, they're not really going to get That's anywhere really else. That's really cool. You know, and, and then you have, you pair in our app, you know, Repair Solutions I was too. about to talk, I was yeah. about, I was just about to cut you off saying we're not getting into a second podcast right now. No. <laughs> but the Repair Station 2. Repair is, Solutions 2. Repair Sorry. Solutions 2. It's a little dongle that plugs into your. Well, no, no, well there is the dongle, but yeah. all of our handheld tools pair with repair solutions. No, it doesn't. Too. Yes, it does. Oh, really? Yes. So what? even my my regular OBD two scanner uh-huh. will also pair with the phone. Yes. App? Oh, what? So that's I just, just found that out. your mind just went bloop. Well, I was like, yeah, because I kind of like the two the, cents just dropped. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> get to that. You'll we'll, if, we'll, if you're Persian, I taught Frank what your two cents dropping means which is like where something clicks but it's more like which will probably be the only farsi thing i ever say outside of like sorry if any of you have your persian kids in the car don't repeat that you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast anyways that's also true not made for children right but yeah there's been some 600 i think this is a crazy number but there's been some like 
600 million scans on with our tools. Wow. And that fuels That's right insane. into the database of predictive repairs. That's really cool. So when you go to the app and you so you say you pull a code and you, you load it in the app, you know, you, you've paired with the app. Here's a definition, a further definition of what the code is, the severity, all the general information. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, here's a link if there's a specific part to it. Here's a link to fixes. Yep. And then when we give probabilities of what the problem is. Yeah. That's actual statistical information based off all the scans that have taken yeah. place on vehicles. And what the actual problem is. Right, that are actually verified by ASE techs as opposed to either, say, someone hacking a database and putting into the tools or an AI-generated thing. No, no, we're giving you actual information. Yeah, and it's just we help you find the problem, fix the problem. Find a problem, at, fix the problem. At the end of the day, Innova makes automotive easy. Find a problem, fix the problem. And that's what we're trying to do. Make automotive easy. That's awesome. So you All can right. find us at Innova.com. You, you can go. find us on Amazon. You can find um, John at the next event he goes to. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he's actually... Dude, he does the, show up the to the deals, RFDOC. Yeah, he, shows he does. Up to, yeah. But the deals you'd get from John if he's at an event that he's like bending out. I mean, th- this is your very first one. So yes. we need to start telling people that there's a good chance you might be at others. You have your tent now. You got yep. a table. You got everything ready to go. You got some tweaks to do. Yep. Yeah. But yep. we're on our way. We're on our way That's right, to dude. bring Hit the road. Nova road directly to the consumers. It's a development. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on board for the journey. <laughs> AutoZone's going to call next week and yep. be like, what the fuck did you hey, say? Hey, man. The fuck you said? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you ain't doing shit. Easy there. You All right. Well, anyways, thank thing. you very much for having me, guys. Yep. Yeah, incredible. thanks, John. And uh, we'll see what happens with the rest of this yeah. trip and yeah, go from there. Yeah, tonight's going to be fun. We're going to go over to Martin's uh, from Milestar, who's also a partner. We'll go right yep. into that. It's a good segue. Um, Martin from Milestar is throwing a, a big taco night tonight that we're all invited to. We're bringing everyone out. We're actually supporting it. Uh, Innova, Stinger, everyone's dollars went into like supporting this event. Actually, I'd say the top four guys, not that everyone's not the top, but you know, Innova, Stinger, Rugged all came in in a really big way to help support this. Um, some people were just like, please, man, help me out. I'm like, fine, come on. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and it's like, we're, it's all about community. It goes back yeah. to community. And Milestar is all about community. Yep. Not only that, so not only do we have a, a tire that was really community based that a lot of people love because, you know, Martin's such a character himself. Andrew's great, who works behind the scenes. The tires themselves are, are great tires, but it's like, you know, you've got you've got the community, but then you've got a tire that not only is great all around. One one of the classes in the King of the Hammers race, which couldn't be a bigger test for any part on a vehicle, in any race. I mean, outside of those hardcore buggy guys that go like a hundred thousand miles an hour and just straight up on pizza cutters, they yeah. they, <laughs> they jump like a hundred feet and land and keep going vertical. Right, yeah, yeah. So that's another level, but. You know, King of Hammers is a grueling, hardcore fucking race. And oh, yeah. If, you, if your product wins, especially a tire, yeah. on that race, you now have full bragging rights yeah. to say, dude, and I've been running them for like two years now, and they, I'm on the MTO2s. They did everything this week. Yep. You got to drive on them. Yeah, well, we've got black labels on the YJ. We've oh. got 40-inch black labels on the YJ. From there you go. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Black labels, dude. Fancy mm. pants over here. I know. Hey, you know when you when Sounds you need sexy. to get just you know when you put that gearing into place and you need that you rubber to, to keep crawl. up with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I learned something interesting about stickies, those black label tires that it, they tend to absorb water, and not only do they absorb water, once it gets cold, they freeze. So, yeah, I mean that and would make so, sense, right? The, yeah, they, there's, they, there's water that's gonna yeah, freeze. Yeah, they freeze, and then you have zero traction. Well, point. but also you have that with soft rubber rubber in okay. general. Is that what it does? Yeah, I yeah, mean soft rubber rubber. 
you know, when it gets cold, it gets hard. It hardens, yeah. yeah. You know, there's a reason why we have different temperatures of, of rubber or different drometers of rubber. Yeah. You know, I'm not a, I don't work for Milestar. You're not a drometer, <laughs> whatever the fuck that is, drometometrist. No, but yeah. like, you know, for my years of, you know, I, I actually used to work in the RC car industry mm-hmm. and racing eight scale nitro. And you have, you know, is it, is it cold out? Is it hot out? And like you're right. going from yeah. soft compound to long wear compound. Oh and yeah. The same thing applies to these soft rubber tires for awesome. these, these crawlers. I mean, when you've got you know stickies, yeah. you really want it to be warm out because if it's cold, yeah, it's probably not going to work that well. Yep. Whereas a that's why a lot of people heat their tires up; they'll burn them out on the rocks or, to get them. Or if you have more up. of like a a, a, a streetable rubber, mm-hmm. right? It'll it'll withstand those temperature shifts probably a little like bit better. Like the XTs, I'm just going to get tire blankets. Yeah, tire blankets. Yeah, <laughs> just tire I'm just warmers. Gonna, I'm just going to plug it to your tool yeah, bowl. Yeah, I'm just going to. We've yeah. got those XTs. So yeah, we have the LX470. I'm going to spend uh-huh. eight grand on. Did on you get the tire XTs blankets. on the LX470? We put, <laughs> yes, we put the XTs on. So we went like a plus size up on the LX, uh-huh. and we put those XTs on. How do you like it? Love it. I mean, yeah. we we also put a, a Dobbinson kit, like just a one point yeah, five inch. You and your there. fucking Dobbinson kit, bro. Like you were you were hanging on everything out in the desert and driving at pace. And I was like, <laughs> that fucking is that what it's like to have like normal suspension? Because like mine still needs to be tuned. Like it's yeah. I mean, you and I like when we were heading out to Boone Road yeah. for that shoot. I'm just just cruising down the road and across the lake bed, and I'm having a blast and super comfortable. Yeah. And even even Matt was like, we came around. He was like, mm-hmm. "Was that you and the Lexus?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Damn, how? Yeah, you're how is that even possible? <laughs> you're going everywhere." And and there was a minute where I'm like, um, "Maybe I should get rid of the Gladiator and get another LX or oh, find a hundred series." Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. "I know you were on the fence there." Yeah. yeah, or like a GX or something. But you know, anyways, yeah, back to the yeah. tires. Yeah, yeah. tires yeah. are bitching. Hey, you heard it from John. You heard it from me, and he's not even sponsored, so. You know, you, they, you actually like those tires. Yeah, I mean, Martin supported me. I mean, he definitely helped me out, but, you know. <laughs> you, actually, you actually care about them. No, but I, but we, I, we, I've, we never found, I've never found a tire that's as quiet as they are on the road, yeah. that do as well as they do in the snow and the ice, and then do as well as they do on the rocks. And yep. Frank has been in co-pilot, co-dog with me Absolutely. plenty of times. Yep. And they, they grip, they, they go. They, they do eat, the thing. They do the damn yep. thing. Yep. And uh, I've told Martin this myself, but my, fa- my other favorite tire, and I've driven on a few other brands as well, but... Were the Coopers, and these are great. I don't feel like, you know, it's even like uh, coming off to grid off a of 511. I don't feel like I lost anything. Got I don't it. feel like I gave up or sacrificed functionality or anything because I came over from 511 to, to off the grid. Right. I feel like, okay, I found what works for me. And that's the same thing I'd say about Milestar. So, anyways, with that said, Milestar, check them out, milestar.com, uh, milestar.tires on uh, the Instagram. And, uh, what else we got? We've got our good friends at Rebel Off-Road who mm. have been supporting us for a long time. They make good stuff. They also do a lot of cool stuff uh, to rigs. Yep. They are similar to what we were just talking about with John and Martin and other guys. They live the lifestyle. They're yeah. out there doing it, yeah. um, getting it done. Bond is an avid yeah. wheeler. I mean, I, he's the got doing that not here this thing. week. Doing the damn thing. Dude, I can't believe you're not here this week. Because that's like, what's up. That's, crazy. Yeah. that's what's yeah. up. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, check them out. They've got, um, like we've talked about before, they've got armor for your JL, JT, uh, bed racks. Um, I think they've got a Tacoma bed rack now too. Oh really? Yeah. yeah so they've cool. got all, they're doing all kinds of really cool stuff. Um, they've got their Texas location kicking off, and that's been going well for them. Yep. So I wish, a, I wish the boys were here. Yeah, we were I supposed do to too. do Pritchett. 
Uh, maybe were, I don't yeah. wish they were here. Maybe <laughs> it that might, be, it it might have worked out better for you if they're not here. Yeah. But I mean, maybe. I will say that if you were going to do it with anyone, that would have been a Bob really, would be like, come yeah. on, Ali. That's the forty. That's the forty-two bitch. crowd. That's not the thirty-eight crowd. That would have right. been a really good group to do it with. Yeah. Because absolutely. between them and Brandon and all the guys they bring with them, like, oh, dude, you're even if shit does go sideways, you you're getting a, off that train. You have a roving shot. Exactly. Yeah, you do. Those guys are so kick-ass. Like even when Bond, like he had his uh, his axle issue on Pritchett mm-hmm. last time, and they were out there, I think all night from yeah. like until like three in the morning Dude, or something like that. On Ooh. the next on the on the next episode, I'm going to talk about my trail fix, and then I'm going to talk about the real fix, which is also that deserves a, a conversation. Fix. Yeah, Dude, that's uh, a, all I got to say. A, yeah, power tank, right. power tank, Tyler Sasaki with his dad Steve Sasaki, yep. and then Nick Nelson, different times, different places. All came together yeah. to like really help out. We will and definitely get into that. We'll get into that. Yep. So um, our last one. Finally, we got Magnaflow. Magnaflow, who's here also for this event, supporting us. They're actually in both locations. There's a. So there's we're at the Moab Four by Four Expo, which happened last year. Red Rock Four Wheelers did not do their expo, which is why I got involved. Faith for year one with Casey doing it. Uh, we came to the expo with Dixie off our four wheel drive. They were great. Dixie since has left this location and is focused on St. George. And as a result, Faith continued to do it, but, you know, um, at, a, at a different capacity. And now Red Rock is also doing their events. So, you know, they're kind of taking away from one another. And it's, it's unfortunate to see them not come together and work together. Uh, but we kind of, you know, came to Faith, came to Brandy because we've had a longstanding relationship. You have a relationship with Brandy yourself even. Yep. So it's like, yeah, let's support our friends. Um, but I think what we really realized is this, this week's about content, this week's about relationships, this week's about yep. building community. Um, Magnaflow wanted to get in on that. They joined us for this little, yeah, you know, for this, a, this, this section. Yeah. In a, in a different capacity. I mean, I didn't even think about telling Magnaflow cause I figured they already said they were going to be at the Red Rock thing. Yeah. I didn't realize figured they were dialed in. Yeah. I didn't realize they were going to like split it up and they totally were down to split it up. So they kind of joined us here and. Um, you know, they're going to help us, you know, throw the bonfire tomorrow night and just be part of that. And Rome Adventure Company came on too in a really big way. And, you know, they're going to help support tomorrow's uh, festivities as well. So, you know, having Magnaflow here, having their new X Mod exhaust on, the Jeep sounds fucking amazing. You know, sounds great. And I, I couldn't be happier. And they've been, they've been longtime supporters. I mean, they were my first, one of my first sponsors when I first started. So, you know, yeah, it's good to see crew. the relationship grow. Kudos to Rich over there. And, yeah, that guy is a wealth of knowledge, man. I learned yeah. something new. I even learned about my plumbing talking to him yesterday, yeah. which is amazing. Turns out he's a massive RC nerd. Yeah, yeah he is. I, I, I don't, I don't doubt nerd. it for a second. That, that guy, I feel like he, when you were talking about going down rabbit holes, I feel like that's Rich's hobby oh, is no. going he, down rabbit he holes. Is well, you guys are about to go hole. down a rabbit hole, yeah. and it's getting cold. And I'm <laughs> sick of doing podcasts in the cold. So, yes, Rich is, Rich is awesome. We should come back and talk about RC. Actually, we'll get Rich on here. Yes. And we'll talk about RCs with you nerds because you're all RC nerds. <laughs> and I have never owned a proper RC car in my life. I've always been envious, but I'm like, yeah. I ain't spending that much money on eighth of the fucking vehicle. I'm going to put all my money in my stupid Yeah, Jeep. I probably have. Yeah, I have a ridiculous amount of money in my oh, RC yeah. car. Oh, yeah. Those things are yeah. so expensive. Yeah. You could you could throw some loot down. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. actually, if you multiply it by eight, it's an eight scale. You multiply it by eight, that's the full cost of what you would normally And then pay. you factor uh, in race fees and some of, some of the scalers can get pretty spendy. Like yeah. The dudes will put some serious thousands of dollars. Are we, are we talking five digits? 
Yeah, you can do you it. Can, you put yeah. a car, car money into the RC car money? Oh, oh yeah, you could. Like, if you have if, multiple. If yeah. you're racing A-scale Nitro, yeah. like, you're going to spend at least seven 700 bucks on the chassis alone. That doesn't include servos. That doesn't include motor. That does. I mean, no, that's just a slider. Crazy. That's just a slider, yeah. basically. And then, and then, and then the scale. Not even a roller. <laughs> yeah, like when I when I worked at Axial, we would you know we'd have Axial Fest and stuff like that, and yeah. dudes would put thousands of dollars into their rigs. Jeez. I mean, from carbon fiber chassis and brass weights <laughs> on the wheels. Oh and, yeah. I mean, like oh yeah. You can go. There you go. Um, we can find us at rickfordert.com. Yep. Or right? you can find me Ali at Jeep. I'm Frank at Trick and Make Truck Bays. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one.